0: Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow high rollers to another installment of Canned Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me as always is my good friend Stephen. Well, hello. And with us today is a very special guest. Yay. If not our number one fan, certainly our most vocal fan, and one who has been with us since the very beginning. Since episode one. Welcome to the show, Billy. Billy. Hey, everybody out there in a Canned Conversation world. It's oh, so
1: wow. awesome having you.
0: It's been a long time coming. We got you in? Yeah, ready to I go? I,
1: I think I was like the initial tester and feedback giver. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been, Flew you in from Texas for this, right? Right, right. The, the
0: budget has grown exponentially. Yeah, we, <laughs>
2: we really got a good budget.
0: How excited are you to provide your uh, insights and your knowledge and your thoughts on the on the goings-on of our show live as it's happening?
1: It's It's been something, yeah. I, uh, I had no idea of the professional setup you have here. I actually thought, like, the intro, you it was tape record or recorded in advance that, yeah, it wasn't a, like a, you know, Johnny Carson show, Ed McMahon kind of <laughs> yeah. thing that you, you know, riffed off, off the bat.
0: So yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. Well, so as to complete the introduction, uh, Billy is our longtime friend who have, af- uh, who we met after he married a dear friend of ours, Mary Kay, a few decades ago now, uh, when we first met Billy, I would say you appeared to be quiet, reserved, kind For of sure. a- yep. unassuming. Uh, but once you've cracked open a few cans with us, um, and we put on some ninety oh. zero rap, yeah, that goes all out the window, and you quickly find out he is very talkative, quick witted, and has great stories to tell. <laughs> we could talk about DJ Quick or something. We'd be, that would be fantastic, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it? We might I just brought up him later. up
2: yesterday to my wife. Yeah. So, yeah, is that the topic today? <laughs> Ninety zero rap, I just
0: specifically DJ Quick. Yeah, I mean it's like how St. <laughs> Louis is just like Compton, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, let's get into the can because you brought a can today, and as is our pastime, Ooh-oh. one of us brings a new, unique, or rare can beverage to try, and while we quench our thirst, we will do our best to entertain you with our take on life's most debatable topics. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while playing the ponies at your local track. So, uh, we're going to intro the can here. Um and uh, <laughs> are you guys ready? Yes. yes. I think so, we're all sorry. excited. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so opening, day uh, opening day jitters. Opening day jitters. Let's play the walk-on music for this can.
1: I bet you twenty bucks I can get you
2: gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Five to one. No. Nope. Ten to one. You're on. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
2: gonna catch you. Uh, uh
0: oh.
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: how, but I want to get moved. So, I don't know if you can tell, but I actually chose this music specially for our guest. This is so Billy. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Does it remind you of some 90s era? It
1: definitely does. Yeah. I'm,
0: you know, My 12s are bumping in my truck right now. <laughs> That's right. Nice. <laughs> nice. Gets me hyped for this can that you brought today. What is it? What are we going to enjoy?
1: So, there's a, a small craft brewery in the town where I live currently, down in the Dallas, Texas area. Um, and I reached out saying, hey, I'm on this great, I listened to this great podcast in Missouri, headed back there to watch opening day Cardinals baseball, because you know, I'm a baseball fan. Nobody cares about you guys that. Nobody cares around. about that. And they said, sure, come on by. You know, we'll hook you up and give you a few six-packs. And uh, unfortunately, in their can selection at the time, the Prima Diva wasn't in stock, so I had to get you know a few other examples, and so okay. I uh, tried and brought the uh, Strange Fellow. It's a Scotch ale. Ooh, um, the Scotch. The alcohol by volume is six point
2: two. Oh, good. I'm glad you covered that first. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> my that's my thing.
1: It's an intertwining complex flavors of bold caramel malts with notes of toffee. Honey and figs, the strange fellow surprises in the end with hints of spice and a bready, lightly floral bouquet. Which, as someone who normally drinks Anheuser-Busch products, this is way out of the realm for me. This is way out of your (laughs) comfort zone. I'm not sure if I'm going to get past two sips. No offense to Siren Rock Brewery, because you got to have a great place and, you know... Very helpful staff, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. All right. Nice. I,
2: I love it. Anything that's got figs in it, you should be in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did leave the uh, the bitter one at the house. Okay. Because that was gonna be my other option.
2: Ooh.
0: I think we've only had one other Irish ale. It was uh, old chub, if I remember correctly, and it had similar uh, Yeah, the,
2: the Irish one did. It had
0: some it had some it, of these similar coffee and yeah.
2: figgy notes. Yeah, fig something. I remember I don't think in there. The the Irish stuff had the floral notes like the Scottish one does, but Yeah. Yeah, I think it was back in uh, November that you did that. Crack this thing Oh, oh. nice. Look, Look at you. you. you got, like,
0: I, I did my research, man. So, you uh, got canned conversation history. I also like on this uh, can, it says, quirky and unpredictable, possible genius, but certainly odd. The strange fellow marches to the drum of a different beat. All right. Well, I am excited. In true Stephen fashion, I've already dumped a little bit of this on myself. So now I smell <laughs> like this beer.
2: So that's two good. weeks in a row. <laughs> that's, it's in baseball, that we call that a streak. I am it. on a
0: streak. I am I'm hot. All um, right. That's man, what the Scottish sticky. do. They're hot like, and throw another shrimp on the Barbie. That is not Scottish. <laughs> Damn it. He's going to get it right one of these he days. Does. All right. Um, so I want to talk today about gambling. And, uh, because it's it's it seems to be everywhere. I walked into a local gas station here. Um, I was getting my car washed, and you know it's attached to a, a gas station. And I walk in to pay, and right along the front windows are slot machines. Yep. And I knew this was taking place in other states, so I had gone into like Illinois. They have. Uh, slot machines and everything. Oh, yeah. There's, there, yeah, it's slots Restaurants. everywhere. Restaurants. Oh, like yeah. they,
2: Slots uh, everywhere.
0: They'll say, come in and eat every, and play every, games.
2: Every bar, every right. just depot, wherever. So yeah. Yeah, that's is, how Louisiana
1: is too. Yeah. It's crazy. You pull into a loves <laughs> stop, right. get gas, get a hamburger at the Hardee's that's attached, walk next door to the attached casino. It's like, Oh, how do people get across this state? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and feed it some money. I came
0: for gas and I stayed for nine hours (laughs) playing a penny slot, trying to get my next uh, tank full. That's right. (laughs) So I had not been used to this in our state, but apparently this uh, became a thing. Um, And so that got me to thinking about sort of why would someone want to go into a gas station between the pallet of oil, and the window washer fluid, right? <laughs> and sit down and play some games. I mean, we have casinos here. Now That this has been around for uh, several, a couple decades at least, since I was young. Um, and now it seems to be everywhere. It, it, and that's just in casino type gaming. Uh, the other thing that I have been seeing tons of are commercials for FanDuel. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, some of the other betting sites where you can, uh, do fantasy games. But then if you're in a state where it's now legal, you can place bets on a sports book as yeah. you could in like Vegas, you know, for, right. for since the beginning of Vegas, <laughs> probably yeah, forever and ever. Amen. So when did gambling start? Like how far back do you guys think gambling goes? This I'll start with a, Steven. Uh, is this a test? Sure, gosh, you know test. I like to hit the I hit the, I like to hit the good button or the bad button depending on how close you get. So, when like when did plus gamble, or minus when did certain amount start? of years?
2: So betting on something with betting money, on anything with yes. shells or something. Okay, so
0: um, eight twenty AD. Wow, you're way off <laughs> because humans wanted to gamble way before that. All right, so yeah, is that, Billy going to turn at yeah. this?
1: So it's, yeah. I, I'm thinking, yeah, the beginning of time, there's two people. Hey, I can race you to here, and then if I win, you give me your. Uh,
2: whatever, fig leaves, yeah, whatever that, you hunted. That, yeah. that
1: thing that you hunted and killed, and
0: I get to eat tonight. So what's your guess? Well, when's One the beginning BC, of time? I don't know, zero? <laughs> One B.C., when you hit BC, it actually starts going back up. So, gambling dates back to the Paleo Paleolithic period, uh, which is before written history. It's a big word. It, it so is. Dinosaurs? I'm going to try to say it again. P- Paleolithic. <clears throat> Paleolithic is a very big span of time. Uh, I, I might, if you look, dinosaurs Anything were like with the end of one, big. right? And humans were in a, a long time after. In Mesopotamia, the earliest six-sided dice that they found dated back to 3000 BC. Oh, wow. So you're right. Since I like hearing that. Can you say it again? (laughs) Yes. Here, I'll give you the thumbs up. Billy's got a point. Stephen doesn't. Yes. (laughs) Got it.
2: B and so,
0: S. thousands of years ago in China, gambling houses were widespread in the first millennia BC. So, during that first thousand years uh, before zero, uh, and they tended to bet on animals fighting. Um, so, I don't know, it didn't specify like what kind of animals. Was it chickens? Roosters, right? right. Uh, Cockfighting is a thing I know that has happened here, uh, you know, in recent, more recent times, but I don't know that they had the roosters. Gotcha. Uh, fighting, or you know, I don't think cows were fighting, but <laughs> I, I would try to think of, of what other animals—angry
2: cows. Yeah, what other animals would have? A, you don't think it was them pitting like, a, like a, like a leopard against a something, like a, a boar against a leopard, or
0: yeah, something like maybe
1: like that, kind of like Roman. At least say there's some like weight classes or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah something
0: similar, hopefully. Uh, so, and then playing cards, which I think, uh, everybody is very familiar with, um, appeared in the ninth century AD. So skipping a little bit ahead, but that was still in China. So they got out of the animal while well, they probably still were doing animal betting, but then they were like, Hey, why don't we We uh, still are
2: doing animal betting,
0: <laughs> Right. So why don't we, uh, create these, um, playing cards? So they created the first iteration of that. And the first known casino called the redado, uh, started operating in Venice, Italy in 1638. So I was close. Yeah. I was thinking first casino is what your question was. Okay. That, that (laughs) makes sense. So we'll, we'll hear, if this makes you feel better, we'll give you the happy, happy prize. Oh, good. I feel better. So with all the casinos, horse tracks, lottery, scratch off sports betting, we're, we're surrounded by gambling yeah why do you think we did that three thousand BC why do you think those first people said I bet you I can run faster than you and if I do you win my hunted boar or my or my fire stick that I have fire on because that was probably pretty valuable yeah
1: I'm really? thinking it was a measure of success I mean yeah you know it's kind of like a I think a happy hearts law or something. <laughs> oh, Somebody's geez. been listening. Uh,
2: so good hearts law, but no, great call. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it's got to be um, humans by nature are competitive. Every animal is competitive. Uh, Darwinism kind of thing, right? If you you're trying to prove that you're better than somebody else at some point.
0: So instead smarter. of just saying, I want to see if I can run faster than you which you could do and be yeah. competitive at, you put a wager on it. Yeah. When, why do you think the you. wager happened? I think I'm smarter than you.
2: That's what, like, I think I can predict the outcome. I'm like Notre Dame or something over here. <laughs> Notre I don't know. Billy, why do you think you can predict an outcome?
0: Or why do you think people place <laughs> yeah. a wager?
2: I'm not sure I can
1: predict the outcome of what my answer is going to be. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. I know you like playing poker. I actually do. Yes, I believe that you uh, uh, you've watched poker. You've partaken in actually playing it. Why do you enjoy poker? It's to
1: outsmart the other guy. Um, For one, for two, make money. Um, You know, my wife's got a couple purses and (laughs) new pairs of shoes that you know that came about it paid for by poker money exactly. (laughs) You know, when I go out, she's like, you know, mama needs some new shoes. <laughs> so I tell people at the table, Hey, just letting guys know here's the budget for the night. So yeah. be prepared.
0: <laughs> so mama needs a new pair of shoes. Billy better not lose. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I ought to get a t-shirt with that phrase on it. You should <laughs> <laughs> just coined it. You can have it. Um, go so it's,
2: it's psychological competition.
0: I think so. Yes. You like outwitting other people. Yes. Is one of the first things That's, you said. Yep. For sure. So if money weren't a factor, would you still play poker just for the outwit part of it? Like just go, hey, we're not going to play for real money. It's just whoever wins gets to stand up and go, I won, you lost. You know, in real life, it's not as fun. Um, But
1: online, sure. I've done it. I never played online for real money. Um, But yeah, definitely like the free sites like ESPN Poker back in the day. And, you know, there's still some places out there like that. So, yeah, it's it's a good time waster. Plus, you know, kind of.
0: Keeps the brand going. So you do it for the strategery and the <laughs> strategery. And, and making sure that you and, and, and winning against someone, but the benefit of potential monetary gain is just that much better. That's like icing on the cake. Yes. Yeah. Great way of putting it. Great okay. way of putting it. I feel like there's
2: a, there's a fun entertainment value at, at online stuff, but then when you go sit at a table and actually play for real, then it becomes this heightened sense of like, like this not to like talk about what happened three 3000 BC but like this there's almost this caveman instinct right like you're trying to beat people at stuff like I want to take your money I I, <laughs> I want to be I
0: want what you have
2: I want to have a pile of stuff in front of me and I want to laugh at you because you no longer have that same pile of stuff because <laughs> I took it off from you and, and that's a like not to be like Crazy about it, but th- I feel like that's what the end result is: is that when you win, you go, you're like, "I have taken all of your money, <laughs> I own your soul, like I, I, I have beaten you <laughs> to the point where you can no longer recover." And even though that's not the case, right? Like you just took their chips.
0: That sounds like a lizard brain. It's a hundred percent, yeah, uh, mentality. Yeah. If we're calling back old episodes oh, yeah. just randomly. Right <laughs>
2: yeah. It might be a. I yeah.
0: got forty-seven other references we can. Make. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So, in your version, you're talking about the casino now are you when you were talking about I want to take your money you were talking about going to a casino. It sounded like when you started that, do you want to beat the the house? do you want to beat the casino or does that apply to not only casinos but us also people? I feel like
2: it's a one versus everyone when okay. you walk into a casino. If you sit down at a table and you're playing blackjack technically, I get how Blackjack is is playing the casino but it's also playing like everybody else is playing your cards but if you're playing poker you're playing everybody at your table i want to beat all of you anybody who's sitting at my table i would want to beat personally but if you're you
0: want to do better than them because you're not playing them specifically like you said yeah you just want to do better than the person to have all their money and i want them to have no none of the money the people also sitting at the table you wish to lose Yes. That's how you would win, right?
2: Yeah, I wish that not at yeah. blackjack. You're playing no, in the no, house. No, no, I'm saying oh, you I'm, said poker. Uh, poker at the end. Oh, poker. Oh, but sorry. In, I in blackjack, I, I also want to win, and I don't care if you lose, but I don't want you to make me lose. So don't okay. don't play dumb blackjack. All right, that's my point. But I, I want to beat the house. I know I can't take all their money because they'll just make more chips and put them on in front of that lady who just deals them out to me. <laughs> they'll just make more chips. Yeah, but I, you know, I want all of the chips that that person has, whoever dealing. I want the whole stack that they have. All right. Is that fair? Sure. This Great. is It's your. It's, <laughs> this is my fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. Because you and I have been there on my birthday playing blackjack, and we've lost our entire stack of chips in like seven minutes, and then we were done with my birthday. Do you remember this?
0: Yeah, but we actually went to the ATM and, and continued. And got more money and then gave Holy it to them. God. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you want to expand on that, because I figured you might bring that one up. Oh. So that was a time uh, for your birthday. I don't know how it came up, but we're like, I don't know if we were going to play golf and then go to the casino. or We used to also have this uh, standing rule in golf that if we made a tea time and you showed up to the tea time, it was raining and got rained out, then we would take the money for the tea time and we would go to the boats and gamble it. Sunken funds.
2: Sunken, Yeah, it's it's sunk cost. Um, But yeah, so this was for my birthday. Right. So we, we... and I had like a couple hundred dollars, and we sat down at a blackjack table, and I'm like, "Let's let's win a ton of money on blackjack." And seven minutes, literally seven minutes later, we were done. We were out of money. Right. All it was the situa- fastest I've ever right. I've been out of money. All ever.
0: situations happen that was. Terrible for us. Yeah, they're like,
2: it's a ten. You should split. And I'm like, yeah, I should <laughs> right. double up
0: on that. And they're like, you lose both times.
2: Great. And it, like all of a sudden, all I had no chips left. Yes,
0: you and I. It was, and it, I believe it was just you and I at the table. It was. Um, and the dealer was a fast dealer. Yeah, and one of those. And, and we eventually time. said, slow down. Right.
2: Slow. <laughs> slow down. My money doesn't last that long. Right.
0: So, so yes. So would you say when that happened, were you uh, did that? uncomfortable set in like what how did that make you you like to talk about feelings i do how How do you rank
2: so on a on a google map scale of um um, frowny cry face to super happy face it was a frowny cry face i was i was i i really walked in feeling like i was going to take over that casino and we'd own it by the end of the day and within seven minutes i realized that i may need to take a loan out a second loan on my house if i keep going back to that atm we lost a, okay. a lot, fair amount of money, a lot of money for me very quickly. So I felt like I want everyone else to feel when I'm sitting at a poker table. <laughs> right.
0: Because <it, laughs> then it is everyone against each other. Yeah. Well, let me ask you both this one at a time. I'll start with you, Billy. Uh-oh. Have you ever made a bet so big? Because this is where I was going with Stephen was, have you ever made a bet or a wager so large you kind of felt sick as you were waiting to understand the outcome? <clears throat>
1: Excuse me. <laughs> that was almost like a big goal play. Yeah. Yeah. Come um, clean. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> Something you wish to talk about or no? Would you like well, to go, you it, know it, what? It had a positive outcome. So, Oh, good. Yeah. So playing poker, um, it starts off as for, everybody has $40, puts in, then you can rebuy and add chips and whatnot. And uh, the gentleman who was running the game, it was at his house. And like people brought their entire paychecks. It was insane amount of money on the table. Um, and it was getting towards the end of the night and I was ready to go home. I had given my 30 minute notice, Hey, my Uber's on the way, which was the inside joke. Cause it was my wife. <laughs> um, and I bet like 300 bucks without seeing the cards, like totally blind. And, uh, nice. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> very luckily, it was nice. Um, it, seven
2: two offsuit, and you hit seven seven. Oh,
1: three, yeah, it yeah. was
2: awesome. Yeah, Pretty nice. A,
1: no, but yeah, actually, the uh, the guy who was running the game, he was way more into his canned beverages in the night, mm. and it just kind of became a a macho thing. Okay, you're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you. I don't care. Okay, and I ended up winning like I don't you know, like over a grand. Nice, Mama got a nice Mama pair got of shoes. Some good shoes. Yeah. yeah,
0: I got some motorcycle parts too, so it worked out really <laughs> <That's> well. <great. laughs> have you ever made a such a wager, Stephen, that you kind of felt sick about it?
2: I I can't think of a time where I've over wagered what I think I can lose. Um, we've played. We used to have leagues like back when when um, when Texas Hold'em got big, right? We'd right. be going to people's houses. Uh, Quite a bit, it yeah. felt like for a while, and just playing spring up, um, you know, Texas Tournament. Hold'em games, and, and yeah, and have two or three tables going right, and you just you you'd play to the final table. Um, I was never good enough to where I'd have to get to a point where I'd have to like go all in with everything that I had, and but I don't think I've ever gambled to a point where I'm like I'm gonna risk a thousand dollars, and if I lose it, I'm I'm sunk. Like I, I don't think I I play past my point of, of comfort. Okay. Which is, may not be the right way to play. It's probably why I don't win money when I gamble. I'm not, right, you got to go big, not, big or go home. Yeah, you're, yeah. There's no If you don't risk it, there's no biscuit or something. But yeah. I think that's the thing. Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. That, that sounds good for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, when I was uh, younger, I think I was uh, in late high school, uh, I think just before college where you know, you're trying to new facets of life. And um, there was a guy that we knew who was like fancying himself a bookie. And he's like, you can bet on football. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, here's how, you know, and I didn't know much about betting on football. I didn't know what the lines were necessarily, um, or the point spreads basically, right? The line. Yeah. That, um, that's what so, keeps me from it too. <laughs> to me, so I'm like, I quick kind of learned it. Cause I'm like, I want to kind of figure that out. And he said, all right, if you bet on three games and they all win, then you will triple your money and it's a hundred dollars you pay in and you could win 300 bucks. Kind and, uh, yeah. right. Three, a three way. I, and, and I do not even know if that was really good. Uh, like, or if you're supposed to, you know, if you, you, should, have more than games, you, should, you should have won three games, you should have probably been pretty right? good. Like who knows? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I gave him my hundred bucks and uh, I looked through the, the games for the week and I said, all right. And then I've tried to factor in the lines and, um, I gave him the three teams and man, that weekend I was like, I, I was a little bit sick about it. Right. Like, cause you went the first game's playing and, I I'm doing well on that one. The next one, I'm like, I could, I, it was kind of repetitive, right? It was a pretty long time, um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, so 100 bucks is pretty much, but you know, uh, I could win 300. Um, well, they all hit, they all oh, win, wow. and so like you, I was feeling good. I was right. like, whoa, I won. That's awesome. All, like, that's good. when it's hard to stop, right? Right. Uh, well, then uh, my feelings were pretty much then diminished because I went back to that guy, and he's like, I, I'm like, where's my money? I won. He's like, uh, I don't I, uh, Everybody picked those teams because the Lions were screwed up. And I'm like, What do you, what do you mean the Lions were screwed up? And uh, he, he didn't pay me. He gave me my hundred bucks back finally, like after talking to him like two or three times. So I'm like, At least give me my money back. But he's like, oh, this almost wiped me out. I'm like, you're not a good bookie. Then you're a horrible. You're horrible at your job. And I'm pretty sure. Did you break his legs? Right. Right. I'm pretty (laughs) sure if had I lost. Oh yeah. And I didn't. And if I owed you money, which I I prepaid, but I'm like, if I hadn't, you would have come after me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. kneecap
2: that. That boy.
0: (laughs) I think that set the tone for the rest of my gambling. Was uh, first of all, I'm never going to gamble with some random dude. uh, That's like a quote-unquote bookie. Um, because you never know what's going to happen. But just for the record, I, every year, fill out a bracket for the NCAA
2: tournament, and I get jacked up about teams that I couldn't give a crap about (laughs) because of that bracket. And so I get why there's a gambling piece to this, is that you start getting competitive for stuff. you, You get engaged in teams that you would not normally engage in. Like, I care about Gonzaga like who I don't I don't even know where Gonzaga's at. I don't care. It's a
0: really small school, but it used to be so the uh, they Cinderella be, story. They used to
2: be the underdog. Yeah. And so I would I would bet on them. And then this year they had like a number 1 seed or number 2 seed or something. I'm like what happened to my old Gonzaga right. that I bet to make it to the, you know, the elite eight at least and I'd make a bunch of points off that. Like I couldn't care less about NCAA basketball. <laughs> normally, Gosh, normally, I don't know why, what I'm doing
1: here. This is like crazy. First, the baseball, and now the I know,
2: am know. but I love watching yeah, it. For I mean, sure. it, it helps me engage, and I, I like I'll watch the whole NCAA tournament because that I filled out a, exactly, a bracket yeah. and got engaged in it. So, I get yeah, I where gambling is, is appealing to people because it, it, it helps them engage in things that they don't wouldn't normally care about. Like, I, I see why the NFL wants to do it, like, I, I see why, like you know, cities want to do it. It helps if you don't have like St. Louis doesn't have a football team, but you know what? We have a whole bunch of people who want to bet on football because every week we're watching it anyway. I might as well try to make money off of going. I think the Rams are better than, you know, Phoenix. No one. Well, somebody is going to go bet on the, <laughs> we ramp, hate the Rams, even though we hate them.
0: And their owner. Like, really, we hate their owner.
2: The owner. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with the team, yep. which I, I wish the team well. I The
0: owners, uh, you know, we sued them and won. It was just great. Until he's so, dead in the ground, I wish no team of his well. Oh, Wow, <laughs> he owns more than just that team. Yeah, yep. for sure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so I don't
0: even
1: like what is it Manchester United that he owns yeah. or the Avalanche, the Avalanche and It's yeah. Just like well, no. you should
2: hate the Avalanche. They're horrible. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I'm just saying that I, I see why they want. They're pushing gambling on people. It helps you engage with stuff that you would maybe not normally care as
0: much about because it helps me. You think that people are, those companies are pushing gambling on you to help you engage in the game? They're, I think they're getting for the money. Oh, it's 100% for the money. But how do you get people who aren't normally engaged, sure. engaged
2: in betting money? It's it's you, you sure. you make it worth
0: their time. Right. And now it's super easy. So when I knew I was going to talk about this particular topic, um, I went on to one of those new sites, those new fangled sites. Uh, you know, that you see the commercial for fan duels or something. Uh, yes. Well, they don't, they don't sponsor us. No, but they should, they should. And, uh, and DraftKings is out there. There's oh, a number yeah. Yeah, of yeah. them. There's a bunch. And so, uh, so I'm like, I'm going to place a wager on the NCAA finals. Oh, you couldn't, you? could you? Uh, well, no, you can. You um, have to go sit in a cafe over in Illinois. <laughs> right in over in Illinois. <laughs> um, you just got to get on somebody's Wi-Fi over there. It's right across the river. It's super can you, close. Can I just pay for a VPN service to VPN you over there? We're not going to try to tell people how to <laughs> illegally get around the system, <laughs> but if they were, maybe the, those words VPN mean something. Okay, great. So I uh, so I, um, I placed a small but uh, uh, adequate wager of $25 uh, on Kansas. Oh, so oh, you won wow. money? No, I didn't. The spread was four point five <laughs> they points. They didn't cover. <laughs> they did not cover. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, that's okay. That it's awesome. Because I was like, oh, <laughs> I, you, I watched the UNC game uh, in the Final Four, and uh, they just they played their hearts out. But that big guy got hurt. He yep. twisted his ankle in the fourth quarter. I'm like, that's their go-to, um, and they really and it was a tough. One for him, so I'm like Kansas is going to trounce them, right? It's going to be like the Gonzaga game the year before when <laughs> Gonzaga was an, the first year that we were ranked number one, and they got what was it? Who uh, I don't you, recall. Somebody handed it to them. Um, they got they lost by like uh, yeah. almost double digits, I want to say, which usually basketball games don't go that because of all of you know that very end strategy, last minute, free yeah, throw everybody's foul in Nineteen yeah. minutes, one minute game with the yeah. game, yeah. yeah. But it was at least closer than the first half because the first the half he yeah. was it was like beating him by like twenty something points or something ridiculous. It was like, I think it was fifteen ish. Uh, but yeah,
1: so, I, so I, I I like Carolina. Sorry to cut you off. No, no. <laughs> so you're good. I was like excited at halftime. I'm like nice. Caleb Love from St. Louis. It's the Tar Heels. Yeah, let's go right
2: on. How many? How many? Out of curiosity, how many North Carolina basketball games did you watch this season? I watched the game against Duke, and there was like three others, I believe. Oh, nice. In the tournament or outside the tournament? Outside of the tournament. Okay. So tournament. you, excellent. That, that's three more outside of the tournament <laughs> <Yeah. years laughs> than I watched. But yeah. I watched, I felt, how many, how about you? How many NCAA? Oh, zero.
0: Okay. But all inside the tournament? Uh, yes. And I only watched like three of the tournament or four of the tournament. And you had a bet Mm -hmm. on it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know the major players. Show research, right? Yeah. And I didn't fill out a bracket this year. It's Tax deductible. Yeah, it's tax. This whole thing is tax deductible. That's what I. Yes. Um. So I I didn't fill out a bracket. uh, So I wasn't as invested as you. I was super invested this year. I I followed the scores because I wanted Mm -hmm. to see some of the teams and how they did. But really, when once it gets down to like the final four, is when I'm really tuning in and go, okay, what's going to happen here? Um. And Kansas is usually really good, uh, and they still were. I guess they won greatest comeback, apparently. <laughs> They're still, really but they good. didn't cover. They just needed them to two more points, I think. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I lost that bet, but thankfully it was only twenty five dollars, so I, it wasn't a bet that I was sick over. So making. now you had to re-mortgage your house. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, no shoes for my
1: wife. You can deduct that loss against the uh, profits from the show, just so you. That's know. That's
2: true.
0: the sponsorships that we get all of them. It's
1: close to tax time. I haven't done my own taxes, but I've been trying to think about, you know, ways to get some more deductions before I actually do that. that. So
0: So I read a couple of things. So I I wanted to tee it up to see what your, your thoughts were and then finish on. Here's a couple of things that I, I pulled out of why some people smarter than us think that gambling is a thing. Right. So I asked you guys, why do you think people gamble? Why have they been doing it since the dawn of time? And here's what some of the uh, psychologists and other smart scientists of the brain uh, came up with Um, there's a sense of anticipation that creates a natural high or an adrenaline rush, a feeling that very many of us seek out when looking for fun and entertainment. So it's just another way of having that adrenaline fueling your brain as you're, you know, waiting to see, am I going to win? Am I going to lose? Um, Some people can't live without that. I think that's probably when it starts to move into uh, the realm of addiction. The second point was a good one. It's glamorous, um, which I really didn't think about. The media and advertising agencies, they they really play on the psychology. They portray it as like stylish or sexy. You know, you see 007, James Bond, he walks in to a casino and – uh, you know, plays a game in his tux and he has the woman on his side, you know, or blow on these dice kind of thing. Yep. You know, you're kind of seen as high society if, yeah. if you're able to do that.
1: <clears throat> what is it uh, from European vacation,
0: like Papa Giorgio or whatever? Papa <laughs> <Yeah>, Giorgio. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's getting the massages and all the comps, right? right all and, the comps, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. And then uh, some people view losses. This is one I, I tend to sort of most agree with is people view losses as the price of entry. So for entertainment purposes, if you're going to pay for entertainment yep. and you say, I have $100 to go to the casino, you go, this is my price of entry. Yep. It's, it's $100 for entertainment, not losing $100. Yeah. Any winnings. It's just bonus or gravy. Agree. And that's really how, yep. when I go into the casino, that's my, that's what I do. I, I assume whatever I take out, I'm going to lose. I go, here's what yeah. I'm giving to the casino. If I take out a hundred bucks and I, if I, I come back with 300, that is bonus. If I come back with 50, I'm
2: still right, a winner, Right, which is the weird psychology thing that goes on in your brain. You go, I took out a hundred. I'm willing to lose it for a hundred dollars in entertainment. And you come back with 50. You're like, oh my God. Oh, I only lost fifty. Like I lost fifty dollars, but I feel pretty good about it for some reason. Yes,
0: and plus Frank. in Missouri, I mean, you got a lot of free soda if you just kind of go. <laughs> that's true. And, Which know. I was going to actually say, if I can buy beer right. you know, because we have to buy it when we're gambling. If sure, I can buy true. beer and be even, I still count that as a win. It's definitely a win. That, that's my same mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's sunken cost. It's already in there, and you can. Basically it's the allure of getting something for almost nothing and getting entertained in the process. So the last thing that I wanted, I'll end with this is just, is there any reasons? Cause I have reasons. I, I don't gamble very much. I, I this was the four, the, the, that NCAA game was the first bet I'd made on a sport other than fantasy football, which is not really, I guess it's sort of wagering. Um, but uh, that's the first one I had done in that realm. I barely go to the casino anymore. I go with my wife and I watch her play slots. I just sit I sit next to her and I get more enjoyment out of talking. Um, do you guys... I haven't been to the casino forever. <laughs> I haven't gambled forever. Pre-COVID? Um, or was it COVID that you... like? You would have gone what, once a year, a couple times a year? Once every two years or three years? Yeah, I'm in the same
1: boat. Um, we went to a concert at one of the Indian casinos in Oklahoma three years ago. And uh, when we were actually in the gaming floor of it, all I did was walk around. I wasn't it, coming were- close to a machine. I, I, I can't do it. I just don't like throwing money away. Even if I know, yeah, I'm just going to – we've gone to Vegas, and I've said to myself, self, self, <laughs> <laughs> you brought 500 bucks. just blow it, see what happens. I lose 50 Nope, I'm done. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and typically I'll start off at like the the bar games where as long as you're playing, you can get free drinks real quick. Yep. Then I found out that oh, you have to play max credits, and like you were saying earlier, you got to keep playing quickly. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just spending forty bucks in ten minutes to get one free Bud Light. Um, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go to the, it's the most expensive Bud Light ever. Yeah, it does taste good. Not gonna lie, but <laughs> yeah, I don't gamble because. I know the house is gonna win. Yeah, then I I keep the lights on people winning, right? Um, When I first was gambling at the casinos, I, I think I went once or twice before I did some research. I'm like, man, I'm just throwing money at this building. I might as well just go into the building, throw money on the floor, and just leave. But I did research, and I'm like, okay, what is the closest to 50-50 in the house, which is the odds bet on craps. And I learned how to play craps. I then played on a computer game for a little while to get better at it. And that's the only game I play now is craps. And I still don't really play that much. I've won pretty good. uh, The best one I ever had, I was in Kansas City and uh, won over 500 bucks. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, it was I was becoming an addict. I won five hundred <laughs> bucks right at the casino. And yeah. it's one of my favorite games because when everybody when you're winning, everybody's usually winning, right? Everybody's oh, Except it. it's like for the party jerk. atmosphere. It kind is of a thing. party atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where everybody's like, oh yeah. Except that one
2: jerk them. in the corner playing the don't pass, and you're like, hey, pick your money. <laughs> right. Go somewhere else. Yeah. It's
0: usually very quiet. They don't really say anything. Yeah, they, they just
2: they just slowly put their money up there and played I think this guy's going to fail. Yes. Yeah, I hate that guy.
0: And we try not to light the uh, crap table on fire. Which uh, I think have we told that. Oh, yeah. yeah, our first so. bonus episode. I was going to say, yeah, it sounds
1: quite quite familiar. Yeah. As long as
0: I don't do that,
1: then I it's usually have fun.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's all I have on gambling. So my guess, I'm going to see if I can bet and bet on what you guys are going oh, to rate like this. this beer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I should write it down or say what I'm going to write it down. Write it down. Yes. I think that'll be fun. So you you write it down
2: and then write it for you, and then we'll we'll go. We'll
0: start with Billy. It says uh, it says can.
1: Tell us what you think. It surprised me. Um, it's my first Scotch ale. Um, nice, pretty can. I try to you know love the can. I, you crush the can. I, I try to pick it out. You know, yeah, to your good. standards. Yeah, yes,
2: I, I appreciate that. You you put some thought and work into it, so it it it's a secret agent looking guy.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So is three like the bud select version? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your par for the course. Par for the course. Okay. You drink
2: a few of them. You you can put them in rotation. You wouldn't mind drinking it every once in a while. And there's no, you're not going to go seek it anymore. out. There's no halves. No. You can't do halves anymore.
1: I'd almost lean towards a four. I really liked it. I couldn't believe it. All right. So four will be, if you see it
0: again, you're going to buy it.
1: Yes. Yes, okay. for sure. You know, it's, it had a good flavor to me. Had a good taste, and it has a decent volume of uh, alcohol. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. pretty good. Yeah, awesome. and it, I didn't like you know make a bad face because I thought oh, 62 percent this is gonna be rough. But no, it was really good. Hats Six point two to, is uh, high
0: for you, yeah, in, in the beer realm. In, in the, in the beer, beer realm, I mean, okay.
1: yeah, because uh, you know typically the strongest beer I drink is Budweiser, which is five. So.
0: I think we're just, I think because of the amount of cans that you right, and I you guys, taste, we've and gone there, are, some weird there are some very yeah. heavy ones where it's uh. like, it doesn't phase me to see an eight or a nine on something that's uh, heavy. Yeah. Agree. All right. So uh, yep. I got that one wrong. I said you were going to uh, rate it a three.
2: So I am at a three, and I'm at a three because um, it actually, so in one episode, you criticized me because you're like, it's a full flavored beer. Why don't you just like it? And I'm like, you're right. It is. It's, it's not a light beer. It's got a ton of flavor in it. So I dig it. Um, I don't think I'm going to go seek it out and put it in rotation, but I'm not going to turn it down and drink it again. I'd drink a few of these. They're good. Um, so it's, it's a good three for me. It's a, it's a decent beer. I like it. For a Scotch Ale, who knew?
0: Excellent. So
2: I'm at a three. So where'd you think I was?
0: I put you at a three.
2: You put everyone as a th- <laughs> <laughs> I hedged my bet. His best
0: answers in high school were C. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, well, I found that this had some bold caramel malts. Um, it was very wow. good. Wow. There were some definite notes of toffee. That is fancy. Um, he sounds like did you an influence. Did, ta- did you taste the fig? It finishes with a uh, honey and fig taste, um, which is very uh, reminiscent of Scottish ales. <laughs> um, and so I think it really crushes the uh, Scottish ale <laughs> um (laughs) genre if you will because uh it did taste i i did when i had the other scottish ale that we've had no i i I remembered that taste yeah this reminded me i'm like this is definitely a scottish ale taste uh if all right if the other scottish ale is scottish ale then this this um, is a bagpipe in your mouth yeah i (laughs) was i had to mute myself while while the bagpipes were playing as i was drinking it i appreciate that yeah Um, awesome so I am going to give it a solid three. Um, I, I don't think I will seek out and buy other Scottish ales. Uh, it's not bad. Um, if someone was throwing a Scottish other, party... I don't other
2: Scottish ales. I care, care about the... The strange fellow, which is what yeah, we're a strange fellow. I you will I, not seek it out, but you wouldn't turn it down if it came up. No, yet. if I
0: went to the Siren Rock Brewing Company, which Billy did, and I sat down for a good experience, right? Yeah. And they oh, and yeah, I got great this. Food, great food. Yeah, and the atmosphere. And you're there to enjoy time and time with whoever you're probably it's, spending it's it with. There, I would totally drink this. Yeah, on tap too. Oh, definitely, oh, yeah. definitely. good. But if I'm at the store, I'm probably and if I saw this, I don't know that I would this necessarily. This is your pick. I don't necessarily know that I would say, Oh, I really want to to get that. I might. On a weird whim, but weird whim. Uh, All right, yeah. well good. So three's positive. Nice hey, job. Um, be Deb, right? You did yeah. <laughs> oh, like, uh, my yeah. sister
2: came in with some weird canned wine and we were like, This is this is real bad. This Oof. is that was that was horrible. I may not be as entertaining as Deb was, <laughs> but at yeah. least my you canned didn't bring <laughs> a little bit better. You didn't bring the props that Deb's brought so far, but yeah, <laughs> but you you did bring a better a better canned beverage. So nice work. Thank you. Thank you. All
0: yeah. right. Well, as some of our guests do, they like to come and bring a, a topic to talk about. I understand you have something that you wanted to uh, discuss. I, I not only brought the beer uh, and maybe a topic, but I also
1: brought gifts. Um, you brought gifts. I brought a gift for each of you. Yes.
0: Oh. Oh. He has reached down into a bag,
1: a
2: giant bag of stuff,
0: pulled out what
1: looks like t-shirts. So t-shirts from uh, a gas station chain that originated in Texas. It's called Bucky's. All right. Um, they're known for essentially being, let's say, a Cracker Barrel, Super Walmart, plus more gas pumps than you can like see. <laughs> okay. Like, like to cool. have a hundred gas pumps is not unreasonable. Um, wow.
2: So they, it's, a, it's a super Walmart with a super gas pumps?
1: For sure. For okay. sure. Um, they actually, the first one I went to had a sushi station in it, which Whoa. I wouldn't buy oh, gas station sushi. but
2: never buy gas station It was
1: like made there, right there in front of you. They had like barbecue, a big wall of jerky, um, old-timey candy kind of stuff. i yeah. can get
2: behind some old-timey candy.
1: And their... Uh, Saltwater uh, taffy? Loga. Yeah, definitely. Yep,
0: yep. Everything is about the beaver. (laughs) Excellent. So there's a shirt with a beaver on it. Nice. It's tie dye.
1: Uh. And it was, you know, since it's Easter, it was kind of hard to get non pastel colors. (laughs) So uh, I kind of had to to search for a little bit. Excellent. Um, This is fun. Yeah. So they started off in Texas and then now there's a couple in Florida, I believe. I think they're building one in uh, Springfield.
0: Love it. Missouri. Yeah.
1: So they held the. The Guinness Book of World Records for the largest convenience store, which is down near San Antonio, Texas. And I should have looked up the stats, but it's really
0: big. <laughs> really big, guys. Well, if you say it's 100, huge. 100 plus, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm assuming, so you, there's, it's probably like the gas of regular cars, but right. there's probably trucks, right, too, because that's a, a big business, right? They don't do diesel. Oh, they don't. Just, so all they? of those gas pumps are just They're commuter gas? Yeah. Gas? Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. For sure. Wow. See, I've seen pretty large gas stations right off the highway. Mm-hmm. We go, I think Flying J is, is usually oh, yeah. put pretty some big chain. put and, some machine. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh is Wally's a thing? Isn't that a newer place uh that they're making uh I now have to look it up. But I know that Wally's the, yeah. Wally's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's between the, here and like Chicago, they have um I've heard right that uh, of the I've never stopped there, but they're they're putting one here. The, we have one here. It's yeah, an, just it's open. Down right? it's, it's down
2: fifty-five. Yeah, it's 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 going from St. Louis south, but yeah, it's 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 a giant gas station with a billion pumps on it, right. and I think they have like the, the wall same of kind jerky. Of, yeah, yeah, they may not have a sushi station, no. but they do have a barbecue place. <laughs> yeah. That's, I haven't been there
0: because it just opened, I think, in the last month. Yeah. Oh yeah, Re- real recent. Yeah. Um, but when I've seen those places, a ton of it is truckers, right? Like it's a truck oh, yeah. stop. Yeah. This one, semis are not allowed. I don't think Wally's That's is that crazy. way either. I think Wally's yeah. is, is no,
2: is, is, is residential. Pure commuter? Not, yeah, is, is small vehicles, not, not semis.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Wow. They even have a dog park. I mean, you
1: can spend almost more time there than you can at a casino gas Whoa. station. I and, bet
2: they have gambling machines there too, just for the right Come point.
1: on now, it's Texas. <laughs> That's, uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no, no gambling, gambling in Texas. Texas. There's no fun in Texas. What? Well, you know those sinful kind of funds. I mean, there's, yeah, you can no you sin. can drink. Yeah, it's Christian. It's, yes, it's yes.
2: Christian down there. There's no, yes. there's no. You can't buy
1: liquor on holidays or uh, the weekend or Sundays. Um, so Saturday night at ten o'clock, if you're in the cashier line with a bottle of vodka, let's say, and it turns ten o one, they haven't checked you out. Sorry, you're mm. you're out of luck. Wow. It's yeah, but it, but it's a, it's a
0: great state. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, God bless Texas. Great. Yeah. Everything's bigger there. I've I've loved it. I've gone there a number of times, uh mostly business and stuff, but uh I've enjoyed it every time I've been there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you got a topic
2: for us?
1: So yeah, non gas station related. Um we So can... now that COVID's over, yeah, a lot of businesses are asking their remote workers that have been working from home for the past what year and a half, two years. Two years. Two years. March 13th. Two plus. Yeah. March 13th, wow. It was
2: when I started working from home.
1: Yep. So I believe we all work from home. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no correction here. 100% of my time. Yep. So I started doing it back in like, let's say 2015. I was lucky enough to start working from home. And, you know, these businesses are, you know, rolling out perks. Okay, we'll give you free lunch this week, or we'll throw you a pizza party, or here's a new corporate branded mug, you know, just to ease you back into the office. Is there anything that your employer could do to get you to come in to the office, to a cubicle, to an actual office? Or like for me personally, I couldn't, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I've gotten so accustomed to working from home. I've got the TV going. If I got some laundry to do, I'll run, do that in between calls or, (laughs) you know, cook my own lunch, whatever. Like, the idea of the time I've saved not driving, let's say, 30, 40 minutes to my job twice a day, it's it's a game changer. I mean, I I've, sure. I, feel very lucky to be able to do it. And, and you've done it for change. longer
2: than the the pandemic right. Has demanded, right? Sure. Right, like you've exactly. Been, you've been doing it for a while. Right. And I was always like, oh, I don't know how he does that. But, I mean, like... Uh, Andrew, so uh, yeah,
0: I I started working from home mostly full time in around 2010. Uh, so well before the pandemic, um, I, when the pandemic hit, I was like, welcome, welcome all of you. Uh, here's the orientation. Um, here's some tips and tricks on how to do things so that you don't, uh, find yourself just rolling straight out of bed and into your seat, uh, with pajamas on. So for me personally, the only way I can work from home is, uh, I have to get up, I take a shower, um, you know, make a thing of coffee. I can't just... Uh, roll right into my chair. Some people can. Uh, I also can't put my office in my bedroom where when I'm on call, sometimes I see people because we do video and you see people in their bedrooms. I'm like, I have to get a little bit of change of scenery. So I have an office space, um, which I really like. I look for the very reasons you were kind of pointing out. I mean, very efficient. You know, don't spend a lot of time in the car, but I do Miss So while I was doing that up until the pandemic, about once a week or so I would go in um, just to get a different, just to get change out scenery, change the scenery, see some real people. Um, I love interacting with people and that's hard to do just, you know, virtually. Um, so for me, I was, I worked from home. There was no big transition to answer your question directly. What could a company do? Like if they demanded that I work from an office uh, full-time that's not ever going to happen. I don't believe because right. the type of work that I do um, and, and the industry just doesn't demand it. And there are other places you could go where you could work from home as a sort of a benefit. I see. But I think I would go in on my own accord just cause I do, I do like seeing people. I do like kind of getting out a little bit. Now it would be on my terms, right? Like sort right. of like I would go once a week, you know, on Wednesdays, let's say, but uh, Steven, I, I so I love that we have the
2: diversity at this this podcast right now because Billy's like, you couldn't give me a million dollars to go back into an office. <laughs> right. Take Andrew's,
0: your mug. Andrew's like, <laughs> turn I turn it sideways. Yeah,
2: yeah. Candy acid. Um anyway, so you get the idea. So what I think is uh so where I'm at is is probably a little even farther than you are, where you're like, Hey, I could go back in, but I want it to be on my terms and it's very little. Just like I want to randomly go in and see different people on a Wednesday. And and where I think we're at is is a lot of a lot of the people that I work with are like I'm I don't want to go back in, but they're also suffering from isolation. Um some of those folks have gotten so used to some of our people have gotten so used to being alone and there are a lot of younger people. So I work with a lot of people that are way younger than I am. And so they, they've gotten their apartment after college. They're living on their own. They're having problems dating. They're having problems with that kind of stuff. And so they're not really getting out into the, like COVID shut down everything for them. And now they're like, I don't see people. So I am proposing we start going back in for like a very with with very intentional um, meetings. Like I want to go back in once a month. I want to go back for the in. birthday lunch. No, the, no, uh, <laughs> that you
0: bring the cake <laughs> and the, yeah, the cake.
2: No, I think that's crap. You can go out. To, we go out to lunch now with with teams. I go out to lunch with a team for whatever. For like, oh, this person's leaving or this person's whatever. Like we we go out and have lunch. We can go out and have lunch whenever. Team building. That and that's and to me. That's not necessarily team building. That's more like just learning who, I, I don't know. But I really want us to get to a point where at least we're, we are going back in for the right reasons. Like go back in when it makes sense. Like you need the team together to talk about a plan. You need the team together to talk about problems. You need the team together to see each other's um, nonverbal communication. Like all those things make sense. You don't need it Monday through Friday. You need it maybe once a week, once a month. And but so, video
0: calling wouldn't do that's, that for yeah, you. It, kind it of doesn't. What I was thinking.
2: It, it doesn't because people aren't, uh, for one, not everybody's on video. Um, people aren't always comfortable with video.
0: Um, I'm never on video. See, instead people of mandating that you come in, them. what
2: if you mandated that you turn the video on? So, not ever, not all verbal, nonverbal communication is from chest up. Some nonverbal communication is what you're doing with your hands, when you walk, how you draw stuff on a whiteboard, how you help with stickies. A lot of that is, I want to see you interact as a team to say, where do you, where do you, how do you express your opinions when I'm talking about, a roadmap that's on a board somewhere that we can actually have a lot easier conversation when I put some sticky notes on a board or when we, we project uh, something on the screen and everybody can look at the same thing at the same time. And I want to be able to see how people interact with it. I want to give you as a, a lead developer to have a chance to go up and have a conversation about something that if you don't turn your video on or you turn your video on and I only see you going that seems like it makes sense. That, that doesn't tell me where you're at. So okay. I think there's there are certain things. I think I would love to see companies get to where they're very targeted about, like, come in for this, this type of meeting that needs, in, that needs nonverbal and verbal communication. So you want
0: to see people's reaction from the waist down? Uh, that's that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> in fact, I only look at people from the waist <laughs> down from here on out. Uh, Um, I hope you self-correct that. Just or at least say it's a joke because I think think people from your work listen. You're gonna you're gonna (laughs) (laughs) fix that in post, right? Um, Yes, we'll censor. Yeah,
2: great. Uh, No, I I just think you need to see people in a natural environment, not on video. It 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 helps you connect to them. Oh God! Here,
0: Billy, I'm just gonna play this for you. You can't handle the truth. That's not the right one. Here, oh well, allow me to retort. All right. So go. Andrew was picking up
1: on
2: my nonverbal uh yeah <laughs> mannerisms which is, there. Which is why we're glad we have you in person one time out of forty six episodes. <laughs> exactly. So forty seven, like, sorry.
1: For me, it if you're requesting people to come in for what you're discussing, I I can I I get that, but the country is large and people don't always work within that area, right? Like yep. for myself I have to deal with people East coast, central time zone, West coast, you name it. I mean, I, I deal with people that are in different countries. So yeah, it wouldn't work for me. Um, but I think there's that limits the, uh, the talent pool as well that if you're only looking for people locally so they can come into a headquarters, fill up a bunch of cubes and, you know, meet once a week, whatnot.
2: i I think it limits the company and I don't it, disagree with you. Yeah. And we've had problem. That same thing is now that we've been in COVID for two years, we've hired people in Montana. Like I'll right. never see yeah. that guy ever.
0: Well, it'd be a hell of a commute for him. <laughs>
2: and, and I, but I I really like our guy in Montana. And and when he shows me what his back porch looks like, looking over the mountains, I'm like, I get why you live in Montana. Right. I kind of want to look, I I looked at some Airbnbs there while I was talking to him. Um, But we have some folks that live in, we had Arizona and and then we had Western Missouri, right? Which is not that far away. It's a couple hours, right? But I'm never going to see them. They're never going to come into the office. True. But I do think that there is something about meeting people in person and interacting with them in person. That's a different level of connection than you get when you're on the phone or when you're on video. And I think at least in my realm, I I really thrive on watching people interact in person and building relationships differently. I get it's not always going to work. I get that we, have, well, I, my, in my job, we we're starting to hire people in Poland. I'm not going to meet those people in Poland ever. Well, you could go fly over there. I'm not doing I'm, not doing, I'm not doing that. That's, that's it's right, my mother. It's Andrew. the mother country. <laughs> I know it's the mother country for you, but right now it, it's kind of a, it's a turbulent time yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I think in Poland's not the best place to fly into. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but we do have a, a German colleague that's flying over in May and we're super excited to meet her in person. I've seen her on video for two and a half a year and a half now mm-hmm. I, I we we meet a couple times a month always on video we I always get to talk to her face to face, but I am super excited to meet her in person. yeah, just w- just having a yeah. a normal human being conversation that's how normal human beings have have felt connection with people. And I know I'm the emotion guy. You're not. So Billy apparently is like, I would rather God. not ever see people. I, I wouldn't. We have a, a meeting coming up in Dallas in a
1: month or so, and I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to get sick. Or you're going to take, like take it
2: from home because yeah, you're I, in Dallas? Yeah,
1: exactly. I might have Cardinals tickets that day. I don't know. It, it could happen.
0: <laughs> well, you can give those to Andrew because I don't want to. <laughs> right? I love go. I love free tickets to the Cardinals game. There you go. So I love it.
2: So I'm kind of. I think. I think we evolved from from where Billy's at to where you're at to where I'm at.
0: I, I a little bit more and more in person. It's Like I'm
1: a one. He's a three. You're a four on, on yeah. the rating scale. I think agree. Yeah,
0: and I think team. we all agree that it's probably not best practice anymore for companies to mandate a certain amount of time and whatnot. Or Uh, Or at least full time, because it sounds like Stephen, you you would say mandating a bit of time, because then because if people left to their own devices. Right. You've seen how that's worked, right? Yep. Where even pre COVID, when there were times where it was like people were working remotely and you would go to the office and it's like a ghost town, right? Because a lot yeah. of people were taking full advantage. So okay. I think you would almost have to mandate certain time frames. Yep. <clears throat> but I but for hiring purposes, to Billy's point, right? You want to hire the best talent available and that might not be in your, your lo- local city. Uh, but but we think that if it's available to you to meet in person, why not take advantage? And I think even to Billy's point. You should hire people,
2: the best people for the job, and then you should figure out how to connect them in the right way that makes them work most efficiently. And a lot of the times, it's when they meet in person and they get to go out and have a beer together and they get to sit in a room together and have a planning session or whatever. They connect differently and now they have shared success. I need need Billy to care about Andrew's success. I need Andrew to care about Stephen's success and I need Stephen to care about Billy's success. When you're sitting in a room with three people, when I can, can connect with you, I care about your success. I, I, I feel a different level of empathy than when you're just a, a head, a moving head on a video. So I think they should make special. I, I think the, the environment has changed to where mandating everybody to go to work. Is stupid. You've got a global economy. You've got people all over the world and you're hiring people from, from West coast to East coast to somewhere overseas, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm hiring people in Europe and Poland or wherever, expecting them to meet every week in the office. Dumb. But it's, it's saying I, I value you all having a connection and 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 being in person, the meeting in person is important. I think that's I think companies should change to that, and whatever that means, that whatever that makes. <laughs> sorry, did I get way too passionate about something? Sorry, apologize. No, it's fun to watch. No, yeah. yeah. This is like the <laughs> behind the scenes yeah. dynamics yeah. It's uh, so, awesome. So I, I really I I really wish companies would embrace. Going, I need to be flexible enough to figure out what works for my workforce and, and encouraging them to to build relationships that, that drive empathy and, and shared like shared values, shared empathy, shared relationships together. So that okay. That's my check mark on this one. Sorry.
1: <laughs> How do we do? Any other It was kind of as expected. Yeah. I figured the uh emotional guy would be the emotional weird. guy would yeah he would he'd definitely want to be like more in person yeah and, you know I'm, I'm that the, kind of thing yeah i'm the warm and fuzzy coach, guy you're the
0: driver
2: right exactly exactly like, how do
0: i coach this team remotely <laughs> right right
2: it's been hard for me just for the record if anybody's wondering <laughs> it might be oh my god <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why that, i kind of last okay. two years have been brutal just brutal and i've had to be but it's helped me be creative from from my perspective i coach people and so are right, we still
0: talking about this yeah, not, uh,
2: <laughs> if you want us to stop talking about this you can hit us on social. No, no I'm way. not telling got, you where those are. I got but. one more thing for Billy before he <laughs> oh, leaves. As
0: the uh super fan of baseball that you are, I'm just curious your take cuz uh, I'd love to hear it on the, the DH bleeding over to the National League and now it's a forever thing, right? Yeah, most
1: likely. Yeah. They've been trying for what 10 years probably, you
0: know. prolonged guys So are you a curves. traditionalist? Or are you embracing the change? I am a traditionalist. Um, but you're glad
2: Pooh holds his bank.
1: You know, it's a flip of the coin. If he works out, cool. If not, it's only two and a half million bucks, and it's not my money I'm <laughs> spending. So
2: if I, if I said, hey, Billy, I'm just going to need to borrow two and a half million dollars, you'd be like, it's fine, because it's just a flip just place of the, the coin bet, if it works. Place yeah, bet, place yeah the for bet. sure. Yeah. Okay, good. I can, I can win
1: it. the lottery or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Fair. All right. But yeah, I mean, as far as the DH... I'm okay with it. I don't like it because it removes a lot of the strategy from the game, um, with you know trying to do the double switches and the pitchers hitting and all that kind of stuff. But there will be more offense, as we could see yesterday. Cardinals win nine to zero. Go cards! Yeah, go cards! Nice. Nice. But (gasps) Pulhos went 0 for five, I think. He, he did go 0 for 5, yes, but uh, he gave the
0: But hopefully he'll do better. He'll do better. I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not, a, not a not fan. Just, right, Just right. for the record, just know... I was surprised that he came back. You very want it, true, very you true.
2: You want in your career for people to give you a standing ovation and you walk out and fail five times. <laughs> right. That's how you know you're successful in life is when you walk out, fail five times, and people still love you. It's I mean, not- it's
1: like almost being a weatherman, right? It yeah. is.
2: <laughs> except for without $2.5 million for just one year of,
0: true. of swinging a bat at air. I am enough of a baseball fan that I have proposed several changes to people that are baseball traditionalist, and I said I would be a fan if one they uh, um, had a pitch clock, which I think they're trying. Uh, it's in the institute. minor leagues. It's in the, the minor leagues. Yep. Because all of that stepping out every single time and going through the rigmarole of touching your elbow, swagging right, the bat, right, doing right. all that, it annoyed me guard. to no end. And four Absolutely. hour games, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So we got to reduce the time. That was one. Uh, my other one was reduce the number of games, uh, which I don't think our traditionalists would like, but I'm like... Nope to the re- 12. One of the reasons I love football is every game matters. Yeah. Right? Every single Sunday, the game matters. In baseball... No if- games matter. <laughs> Zero <laughs> games matter.
1: But it's the same with hockey, too. I mean, hockey's like They've had the games. Uh, yeah.
2: You, it's all about getting into the playoffs. I mean... Right. Well, if you can the- you can get into the playoffs with half the games, and the hockey's proved that. The problem is, right. you can't make a staggering amount of money from people off buying beer if you have half the and amount the of money. And the TV games. rights. Yeah.
0: It's, a, it's a lot of money. They're. And they expanded the playoffs. Now, what do you think about that, too? Because, I mean, oh, when we were young, right, when the right, Cardinals two were winning teams. the 82 series and going to right, the playoffs right, in right. 84 and 86 or whatever, I mean, it, Five, was, seven. it was the pennant race, right? Correct. Uh, oh, I was off by one year each one? Yeah, right. okay. Um, so uh, so it's the pennant race. It's, it's you know, a total of four teams getting right. in the playoffs. And so now exactly. what is it, you, you, uh, 12? 2017 it's a lot yeah, it's, not that other sports aren't doing the same thing but as a traditionalist true, true. the more you're adding it seems like are you diluting, are you diluting it? you're diluting it
1: correct I, I would agree
0: for sure because but, I'm, I'm not gonna lie last year the cardinals went on that crazy bender of winning like 27 games in a row right, or whatever just to get in and just to get in and all the fans were going so crazy and i'm like they're gonna lose right when they get in and yep. uh, because they just really kind of didn't deserve to be there and i was chastised by the baseball fanatics. They were like, don't you say that. You can't diss the Cardinals in St. Louis. What's no. wrong with you? They got swept. Yeah, It was a one-game playoff. <laughs> yeah, I believe, they swept but. one game. <laughs> <laughs> they took out their brooms and boom! <laughs> It was it was it a one game play? I, mean, I couldn't remember if they did. Yeah, that I or believe it was, it was the best of five. Yeah, it was Albert okay. Pujols
1: and the LA Dodgers. They
0: <laughs> <laughs> so beat us. The irony. Uh, yes. And right. then we gave him hey, come over dollars. here. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to bend your ear on that one a little bit. Get your your take.
1: Well, I appreciate it after you know Stephen stabbing me in the heart and the back and the leg after last, last episode. episode.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had some tickets to give him for this year, but uh, I would have turned him down. <laughs> I'll take him.
2: I don't want them. <laughs> I, I had to go watch my kid twice sing to both kids. Each <laughs> kid got to sing once in the in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, do we have to stay this whole game?
0: Oh, man. You're that opposed? Oh, going to the game is so much fun. Like, there's just more to it. No. Watching it on television, totally understand. It's very boring. No. But at the game, when you're actually, you get to... Oh, in person. It's like the difference between, um, you know, uh, telecommuting and uh, being there in person. <laughs> you, you, get you get to, to see, see the mannerisms. reactions of the people right. right next to you. You get to, it's a party like atmosphere. So, Everybody high fives when someone gets a home run, right? Like people you don't even know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just strangers are high fiving you. That would never happen. I just don't walk into the nearest uh, Wendy's and high five the person go, man, I got, you know, the Dave Jr. Woo. So, <laughs> so wow, well, that's weird
2: that you brought it to Wendy's somehow they don't sponsor Um, us by the way but they should (laughs) should, Um, for sure (laughs) so uh, i equate going to a baseball game is the same as going to a movie i will go but i will probably not enjoy it and i will not high five (laughs) the person next to me when something good happens in a movie or when something yeah if you go to if you want to take me to a, a a hockey game I all will right. probably high-five a stranger <laughs> at a urinal.
0: I don't care. <laughs> like, yes. I'm good with that. But, nice. So it's
2: just hockey's my thing. Baseball's not. I, 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 don't, I don't mean any ill will towards no. Billy. Uh, or
0: all of our baseball fans. Yeah,
2: nobody's a baseball fan
0: here. Where can all people right, go so, off on you? Uh, I don't know. At our social yeah, please socials. please tell me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wish I knew
2: where our socials were, but I believe that they're in the description of every single one of our episodes that we have. And you should, if you don't already rate us on any of the places that you find podcasts please do give us a rating give us some feedback you can find all of our socials and our gmail account and our youtube and stuff all on our description of our um in our podcast which you already are listening to so you know where the description is it's not that hard um and andrew said i can't say all of the the, thank
0: you thank you thank you billy for joining us it has been a pleasure i hope you had as much fun as we did having you i had a great time i appreciate it um since you guys didn't take
1: Callers, I figured I had to jump on a plane and show up. <laughs> yeah, so yes. if anybody else wants to uh, get the same experience, see behind the scenes, it's an absolute joy. You guys are doing great. <laughs>
2: awesome. <laughs> Keep it up.
0: Thanks for the gift. I'm yeah, going to wear I, my shirt around with the beaver and uh, Buckies. So I
2: love it. I love
0: it. I awesome. I've got
2: some pictures of it. We'll put them up on the
0: website too. All right. All right. I think no. we're a wrap. We yeah. good?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks you.
0: I lost my last $5. Guess it's time to get some Jack in the Box tacos on the way home.